everybody doing today? Hotep. Hey, this is Michael M. Hotep, founder of the African History Network, host of the African History Network show. It is Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021, and I'm here with Queen Thais of the Liberated Minds Black Homeschool and Education Expo. Hotep Queen Thais, how are you doing today, sister? I'm great. Hotep to you. Great to see you once again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, um, I saw a uh, story from uh, National Public Radio. And when I saw the story, I immediately thought about you and uh, your homeschooling uh, institute and the uh, uh, Liberated Minds Black Homeschooling Education Expo that you do uh, each year. And I've spoken at the expo a number of times. Yes. So the the article here and, and when I sent it to you, you said you, you knew some of the people that were they, that were talked about in the, in the article from uh, National Public Radio. Absolutely. Um, and this is a conversation here that uh, a lot of people are having. We see a, a resurgence of COVID-19 and we, we've seen some schools have to uh, close down and go back to virtual schooling uh, uh, because of COVID. And then also after the uh, Oxford uh, High School, Oxford, Michigan High School shooting, we saw a rash of copycat threats. And then for mm-hmm. safety precautions, we saw um, uh, we saw school districts uh, shut down the schools and go back to uh, virtual school as well. Yes. So, so let people know, uh, give, let people know briefly who you are also that, that may not be familiar with uh, Queen Thais. Absolutely. Um, I am, first of all, my mother of seven beautiful divine children. I've been homeschooling for 25 years and working with our babies and our families is really my passion. So, you know, I have, uh, of course, founded the Liberated Minds Black Homeschool and Education Institute, which is really the crust of what we do. And everything from there has um, grown in many different facets from being able to provide resources and training and curriculum materials for Black homeschoolers, but also just Black families in general, because all families should be homeschooling on one level and any level, right, that they can get in uh, at whatever stage that they are. So we have a lot of different programs. Um, We run an international network of Black homeschool families, educators, children. Um, We're in 12 different countries right now working strong um, and really uniting our people around the world around this whole issue of not just the inequities and all of that in our schools, but also just the empowering of our families overall, the things that we need to do for the detoxification of our own indoctrination so we can thrive, right? So we can thrive, simple as that. (laughs) Right, detoxification of our own indoctrination, exactly, exactly. Now, um, so I'm gonna pull up your uh, website here also so people can check it out. That's uh, liberatedmindsexpo.com, right? For the, um, well, the main site is the liberatedmindsinstitute.com. That's our main website. And from that website, you can get to all of the other websites, the things that we do. Um, there's a host of free webinars on there. So we're always giving resources and support. Um, we have our homeschool success supercharge. We have managing their devices. Okay. Uh, we have African holistic health. So you'll see that as you scroll down a little bit. <laughs> okay. So we're at Liberated Minds Institute. Uh, LiberatedMindsInstitute.com. Yes. They have the uh, Liberated Minds uh, Homeschool. That's our homeschool uh, university. university. We, we just University. launched that. 
Okay. Yeah, we launched that in September. We have about 300 students on the campus from all over the world. It's a virtual platform. Uh, we mm -hmm. have everything from our core curriculum, uh, educational subjects to financial literacy, cryptocurrency, you know, African hour story, everything in addition to math, science, reading, writing, just a great opportunity. And it's, and it's unique because it's, you pay one price for a family membership. Um, okay. and it's around 147 and for the whole family and you can take unlimited classes. They are live courses okay. and instructors that really love our children and really care about their growth, their development. And I want to see our children thrive as well. So it's a lot of opportunities for parents as well to take courses on the campus and grandparents. So it's a great opportunity to bring generations together and families together to learn. Okay. All right. Excellent. Excellent. So we just post here. Uh, and once again, this is liberatedmindsinstitute.com, liberatedmindsinstitute.com. Okay. Now, uh, and I'm going to do a, a quick intro for uh, Queen Thais as well. And I want to check on, uh, let me see here. I want to check on uh, Facebook also. All okay. Right. I want to so, say greetings to everyone who's here. Okay. I see everyone coming in the house. Hey, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Now, um, Queen Thais, also known as the Queen of Black Homeschooling, is a mother of seven and, and she's also an award-winning master educator for 20 plus years, a three category best-selling author, speaker, curriculum developer, black homeschool uh, slash educational consultant and visionary who is a trailblazing businesswoman and homeschool mother for over 23 years. Queen Thais has worked directly with over, over 50,000 African-American children and families in diverse settings and has now officially expanded her brand to 12 countries, having a, an even greater impact throughout the African diaspora. She is the founder and CEO of the Liberated Minds Black Homeschool and Education Institute, which is well known for the Liberated Minds uh, Black Homeschool and Education Expo, and also the Homeschool University uh, that she just told you about as well. Okay, so um, Queen Thais, one of the things they talked about here in this piece from National Public Radio, NPR.org, and I'm going to pull it up again. Everybody can read this article. We'll post a link here. More black families are homeschooling their children, citing the pandemic and racism, citing the pandemic and racism. Now, this is a piece from December 13th, 2021 by Kyra Miles. And, uh, okay, so here we have uh, Yolanda Chandler uh, uh, homeschooling her children, okay? Mm -hmm. And one of the things they said here uh, in the piece, and I, and I highlighted this, uh, it, it's a common perception that white evangelical families are the most likely uh, to homeschool their children. But a growing number of black families have started teaching their kids at home, especially during the pandemic, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Now, the, uh, the U.S. Mm -hmm. Census Bureau's Household Pulse survey found that in April 2020, 3% of uh, African-American households homeschooled their children. And by mm -hmm. October 2020, it was up to 16. Okay. So we, we see this jump. This was during the pandemic as well. Now, those numbers may not, uh, may not be completely accurate. The census right. bureau noted. 
because yeah. a lot of children were learning at home in 2020. So partway through the survey period, the homeschooling question was expanded to clarify that homeschoolers did not include uh, children enrolled in public or private school. So when it, right. what they did is homeschool, they changed how they looked at it. So homeschoolers did not include children enrolled in public or private school, even so the numbers signal a significant increase. All right. So what what have you seen? What what can you tell us about the increase maybe in, in the year 2020 and then also now in 2021 as well? What have you seen in the increase of African-American parents homeschooling their children? Well, the increase was already on the rise, right? I think we're at a place in time where we are truly um, seeing the benefits of us focusing on a different type of education for our children, even before this whole pandemic hit, right? So I think that's really important. And I like the way they distinguish between um, those who are, you know, public schooling at home and those who are homeschooling, because I think homeschooling, um, when, you, when you group it all together, it really is not the same thing. When, when parents choose to take their children out of the public school system, it's a more intentional space in terms of what we are looking to create, you know, right. crafting something that's a lot more personalized versus, um, you know, children coming home, bringing the public school system home, right? So the difference being, which I love about um, what has what is happening with the pandemic is that a lot of parents now that they have had the opportunity to bring that public school system home realize this is <laughs> something that I could actually do on my own and do a better right. job at it, right? So that is to me one of the beautiful. Uh, magical things that has come out of this pandemic, looking at it from the positive side, right? So in terms of numbers jumping, I can say Liberated Minds, our institute has grown over 800% in a year wow. and a half. Wow. And so <laughs> it has been a whirlwind of servicing no our wonder, people. No <laughs> wonder we have to keep rescheduling this. Uh, this yes. <laughs> So, you know, I've seen it personally inside of the network and all of my brothers and sisters, my colleagues and my, my uh, warriors that I walk alongside of that are doing this work are seeing significant jumps as well. So I want everybody to know that it wasn't just due to the pandemic, but also, you know, just our, our awakening. This is a very beautiful time to be in where we can be able to be in a space of truth with our children around education so that they can you know, um, avoid a lot of the pitfalls that we did because we didn't know our history or know ourselves or know right. the power of who we are, right? You know, uh, Brother Michael. Exactly, exactly. exactly. We, we, all, we, all we have to do is just look at the attack on critical, the attack on, the false attack on critical yes. race theory yes. that we've seen uh, uh, this year. And yes. we see, you know, um, on, on my show last night, I talked uh, very briefly and I'll talk more about it uh, today. Uh, there's a story out of Oklahoma and we know Oklahoma is where Tulsa is, okay, and the Tulsa Race Massacre. But Oklahoma yeah. Republican State Representative Jim Olson um, is uh, proposing a bill, introduced a bill to limit how slavery is taught in schools. And he wants uh, to ban uh, schools from teaching that one race is the unique oppressor or victim in slavery. And this is just another attack on how the history is taught in schools. And this is one of the things right. that, that I'm reading, and you can talk more about this, how um, African-American parents are trying to get away from these restrictions yes. On, yes. on what can be taught as far as history. Talk about that for a minute, please. Well, I mean, to me, I, I think it's a 
um, educationally violent. You know, we talk about yes. the things that we that our young people are taught in schools that are totally erroneous, um, mm -hmm. that totally do not align with who we are and our experience. And so when we talk about education, you know, as as it's supposed to be, it should be about truth. But truth right. always comes from a different perspective. Right. So mm -hmm. someone else's truth could be very different than ours. However, it is what it is. And when our children are uh, being taught certain things around um, the fact that our history started with slavery and all mm. of these types of things and not being able to go way back to understand that we were the first people on the planet to not just be here, but to create right. civilizations and everything right. that is that exists today, right, is built on the back of our ancestors. Really being able to go deep. I was sitting and reading an article with my son the other day about the history of the White House. You know, something <laughs> just so simple. And a lot of the buildings that were built, a lot of the structures and the infrastructure that is here was built by us. So it's very important to know yeah. that, you know, it is, this is a time right now, if we're looking to really evolve into our, our trueness and our greatness and to be able to exude that in the world, not just talk about it, right? The intergenerational wealth. Our real wealth is our culture. I always say our culture is our cure. You know, if we don't know who we are and where we come from, we don't know our foundation then we can never right. move forward in a prosperous way. So moving away from that, we, we cannot expect for um, those who have who have uh, subjugated us and been in power for so long to give that up easily. So I'm not I'm, I'm trying mm -hmm. to figure out why everyone is waiting for the public school system to decide that they're going to teach our story, our narrative from a truthful space. You know, right. I don't, as somebody whose mother taught in public schools for 47 years, um, I don't think that is, I don't think people are waiting for public schools to teach. I think um, there's a there's a cry from a lot of teachers who are telling these right-wing politicians basically to get out the classroom because mm -hmm. it's a, there are a lot of teachers across the country that realize the, the, the real history has to be taught. Absolutely. Okay. And, Absolutely. And they're and, and they're at uh, and they're teachers of different races. Okay. Right. And, they're, and, and they're saying, look, because see, a lot of this deals with the civil war not being taught correctly and then reconstruction not being taught correctly. This mm -hmm. is how we got a lot of this where we are today. Okay, because Americans are very ignorant of history. So as I explain to people, is is like America has to have a massive history lesson. Because a lot of the, the a lot of the issues that we're dealing with today, especially African Americans, are historical issues. They were they're the result, okay, right, right. Of, of Reconstruction ending, the Freedmen's yes. Bank failing in 1874, the Jim Crow laws of, of the 1880s, 1890s, all of that. It brings us right to the day, the redlining, uh, right. Home, just that, that 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 contributes to the uh, racial wealth gap, okay. That's true. So, That's so, very true. So, America has to have a massive history lesson as well. But, well, I think you know there's a lot of there are there's a lot of great educators that mm -hmm. I know personally in the public mm -hmm. school system that I know have who are amazing, passionate, and mm -hmm. and really there because they love the children. They want to see right. them learn. They want to give them the truth. But even myself, as as being mm -hmm. having an, an experience in a public school system, not even working for the system, but a program that came into the school. My hands were so tied. I ignored it. Didn't make a difference. But they were always pulling me to the side. And I was like, you can't teach I can imagine. that. You have this outside of 
the, the curriculum, I said, okay, but I'm teaching the curriculum you want me to teach about our right. civil rights, our right. story, right? right? And But you, the way you want me to give it to them is in a way that they mm -hmm. can care less. I'm making mm -hmm. it relevant to their life. I'm not teaching them anything that's outside of the curriculum. I'm teaching the curriculum from their perspective. That's right. the right. difference. But you know right. what? No matter how much they fuss, mm -hmm. I was bringing the numbers for those babies. These mm -hmm. children were the top children in the school who loved <laughs> Who love to learn in the first class? I'll never forget because they this mm -hmm. is high, this middle uh, junior in high school. The first class I'll never forget. Um, the as soon as I walked in the door, they said to me, "Why you wear that head wrap?" Right? <laughs> now you who know, said I, that? I, I, the one children? of the babies. Yeah, the children. Yeah. Why you got the okay. head wrap on? Why you wear the head wrap? So right. we had the whole. We spent the whole first class. Forget a curriculum. That is the curriculum. Our life is our curriculum. If it's not connected to that, it means nothing to our children, right? Mm -hmm. We spent the whole class talking about what this meant. What does it mean? What is this? This is a crown to me, right? right. What does this right. mean for us? And I started talking about how great they were and our ancestry. And they our ancestry. And they just came closer and closer and closer. And they were so intrigued and they asked so many questions that from that day on, every single class that we had, they were so fully engaged. And this content about civil rights, which was really around the book of uh, the Watsons Go to Birmingham, right? It became oh, what's the name of the book. The Watsons Go to Birmingham. It was a the book that was chosen. Mm -hmm. okay. It was a book okay. that was chosen by the by the program. And I was just coming in to work with the babies surrounding that. But you know, we have to bring our story to life. And right. we look at the origins. It's, I want to just say it's very important. You look at the origins of the public school system. There's nothing shocking. I do I do a training with parents, you know, become it's called becoming a powerful proficient and professional homeschool educator, right? I do this right. for parents, educators, grandparents. We do it's a six-week intensive course. And this particular course here, we dive into the origins. Why? Because we need to understand what are we dealing with? Where is our curriculum trauma as parents, right? Because we all have it from our educational experiences. So we don't pass that on to our children. And the, and the parents are always blown away by the origins. Number one, it solidifies their why. This is why I'm homeschooling. And this is why even if my children are in public school, that I choose to create a curriculum for them also at home. The things that are important that I feel our family should have and should know, right? So when right. you understand the origins of the public school system, you understand that it was created to, sub, su to subjugate, to indoctrinate, Right. You understand the Horace mm -hmm. Manns and all of the people who were involved in the creating right of this of this uh, institutional way of thinking. Then we understand what we're dealing with now. It's no surprise. So it's very important that we when we get to the foundation of things. Yes, we can have the school system. Right. If you think of it as a building, even though it's, you know, it's an entity, it's a spirit in my mind, very low vibrational spirit. Right. If you right. think of it as an entity. From that perspective, if you have a building, you can change the furniture inside the building to make it look fresh, to make it feel better, but it's still the same building, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that with the school system, it's still the same foundation. And no matter how you, we can bring in as many amazing educators, we can change the language for this and the language for that. But ultimately, it's not going to change in terms of the premises. Now, many of, many of, many of our educators are able to come in and bring a positive vibration, a positive spirit, and work really hard to be able to impart, you know, a certain level of confidence, 
and love to our children, which has a huge impact. I call this cuckoo sat by the door. You know, there's right. so many of our of our educators that come right. into these classrooms and they do the doggone thing. And they right. do what they gotta do. But that's not even new itself. We've been homeschooling right. way back when, when we weren't even allowed to read and write, mm-hmm. right? I just, I was speaking to one of my Jagnas and she put me in uh, connection with this book called Fugitive Pedagogy, really powerful book. I was like, okay. wow, this is so deep because the brother is talking about how, you know, with, even with Carter G. Woodson, right? Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we only know him from one aspect, right? But yeah. There's a whole other aspect to him. His birthday was a few days ago, too. His birthday was a few days ago. Oh, was it? I didn't even know that. You see, his name is coming up right here. But there's a whole other aspect where he was sending out, you know, African-centered and and Black curriculums to educators that were in the classrooms to sneak and teach the children the truth, right? right? And a lot of these educators were getting the same way in the public school system. If they go too far to the left or right, they're getting called to the office. Some of them getting fired. You know, even the principals, I've seen some, read some articles recently where some principals were fired, you know, for taking certain stance. So, you know, I think the time is right now not to be in a reactive mode, but Mm -hmm. to be in a proactive mode. We don't have to wait for things to happen for us to rise up and decide this is what we're going to create, right? These are the maroon villages I kind of look at, (laughs) the maroon villages, you know, that we have to pull together in our different families and communities and neighborhoods. No matter how small it is, even if it's just you and the neighbor, right? Or people feel like they have to start so big. No, just start at home. Start with your, your the people that your peers, right? Your are people you're already talking to who think like you. Not everybody's going to agree. And some people they they're happy with the way things are, and that's fine. We're not trying to convince anybody. But I have seen the results. I've been homeschooling for 25 years. Before all of this was a conversation, I have seen the results of you know, shaping their minds in a way that's very intentional, very empowering, knowing who, knowing who they are, you know, and right. building up their confidence, their academic success, their spiritual success, all the things, their economic success, all the things that we tend to leave out when we think about education, right? Right. So, so I think there's for, a lot to be explored there. So for people um, who are watching this, people who um, maybe their children uh, are in virtual school because of COVID and things like this. And they, and they say, well, I want to start a, a, a black homeschooling network. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, they, their children may still be enrolled in traditional school for the time being, but they're yes. doing virtual school or what have you. How can, cause you help people start black homeschooling networks as well. Yes. Talk about how yes. can parents start this. Uh, the best way to start network. Is mm-hmm. starting where you are, right? Don't feel a way. A lot of times parents come and say, you know, I should have known better or they were going through this. But realize that we are also healing from our own trauma, our own curriculum right. trauma, right? Everything right. that we're going through. So be patient with yourself. Connect with others who have like minds, like yourself, right? Like-minded ideas, thoughts, and actions. Because a lot of times people will talk about what they want to do, but they're not really ready to do They want to debate philosophy. It's like, oh my God. They want to just drop facts. And I'm like, no, we got to get the work done, right? So start there and speak life into this, this, you know, this action, this, this new journey that you are stepping into. Speak life into it. Ask for what you want. Begin to look at your habits and decide, you know, are my habits supporting 
you know, the things that I want to see going forward. So if you're spending too much time on social media, maybe you need to cut that in half and spend some more time reading about what is it like to homeschool? What's the power of homeschooling? We also have a list of books and things like that. If you reach out, um, reach out on our, at, at our uh, website, liberatedmindsinstitute.com. Yes, they can reach out. We can get you some resources. Um, I think it's really important also to know your whys. You know, okay. why is this important to you? Because you're going to need those whys because, you know, the, there's the triumphs, right? And right. there's the challenges. And the challenges definitely weigh, I mean, the triumphs definitely outweigh the, the challenges for sure. So, so but you're going to web, need uh, those whys. <laughs> at your website, liberatedmindsinstitute.com. Yes. They just click on contact us in the upper right Contact us. Yes. Okay. And we try it out and we will definitely connect with you to get you those resources. We also have reading lists. Um, we have other families we may can connect you to in your area, wherever you are. So if you don't know of anyone, if your family just, sometimes your family, this, I've seen people, families just totally disown them. Just what are you doing? We don't want to, these are the free webinars right here. Those are the okay. free, free webinars. If you go to the website, the replays are there. The homeschool success supercharge. Um, if you're thinking about getting started, if you're looking for the, the myth busters, we have a sister on there, sister Khadija Ali, who, Ali Coleman who actually is a part of a partnership with the uh, the sister that was in the article. And she was featured okay. on there. A lot of people feel like, well, my children can't go to college if they homeschool. Well, her her daughter, you know, went through homeschooling and got offered $750,000 in scholarship. It's just about wow. using our creativity. Like we're in Kwanzaa, right? We're moving right. into that space, even though it's year round. But however, yeah. that Kaumba, you know, we have to right. be very creative. Um, financially, yeah. some things, you know, we have to create and develop because yeah. it's not there for us right now. But we as African people are the most creative people on the planet. So the Homeschool Success Supercharge will get you started. It's a, it's a panelist of homeschoolers. I'm facilitating it. Also managing their devices because our children are on these devices a whole lot more than we anticipated. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, in the world, they have access to everything, good and bad. So yeah. how do we monitor that, especially with our younger children and older children? How do we monitor that, what they're doing? Exactly. On how do we look at, you know, all these different aspects of safety, keeping their mind safe, their body safe, their spirit safe? And then you also have our, our uh, uh, back to school uh, African natural health and wellness. And Sister Celestial Seven, she facilitates that. And it talks about everything. Because right now we, we want to make sure our immunity is strong. We're eating the right foods. You know, mm -hmm. we have to depend more on ourselves now yeah. than, than really ever before in this situation, in this narrative, right, where we are right at this moment in time. You know, I feel like I always tell people it's no more dress rehearsal, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, this is the real thing. All the gardening we've been practicing and it's cute, my little herbs. Now it's time to, like, really get down to business, start yeah. nurturing our bodies, our health, our families. And another thing I would say, too. Uh, with that, with those who do want to start either homeschooling, starting a network, um, start off with a family mission statement. I think that's so important. We do it for our businesses, but right. we don't do it for our families. And it's kind of crazy to do something for the external than the internal first. And what I, the reason why I, I say this to parents and educators and um, different families is because we have to first know what is most important to our family. That's morals, values, traditions, right? The things that we're going to be doing um, regardless of what career we do or what, you know, what school we go to, what program we're in, how we homeschool. There's many different ways for that too. 
but we have to have our core foundation. And when, when we look at what those things are, then our homeschooling is simply going to be an extension of all those morals, values, traditions, the things that we expect everybody in our family to maintain. So I think that's very important. And, you know, so we work with in our training, we work a lot with everyone developing everything out, you know, being able to develop your own curriculum. I think that's one of the biggest things people ask. You know, I don't know how to develop curriculum. Curriculum seems like such a big word. You know, I'm just like, you know, it's tied to like this academic, you know, thing where you have to be, have, have gone to college. And we have some parents that haven't even necessarily um, graduated from high school that, okay. you know, came into this and then, you know, went and got their GED and many different situ situations and scenarios. I just want to say you can do it. I'm telling you, you can do it. I do not have a college education. So a lot of people feel that um, a lot of people think that, right? You know, where did you go to college? Where'd you get your doctorates? And I'm just like, I don't have, I, I self-educate and I sit at the feet of my elders and my ancestors. I read, I study, right? Because if we go to these institutions, although there can be some strategy in it, right? There's strategy in it. I have some of my children went, some of my children didn't. I don't push it one way or the other. I say, it depends on what is right for each of our families. But what I did personally is I read, I went to lectures, I went to trainings, I took courses, I took classes, I, I talked to my ancestors, right, and my elders, right? I looked, I read a lot of the books, I did took a lot of time deep study, and that's alongside me doing. So when you're actually practicing something and you're studying and you're learning about it, you will be surprised at how much will bloom and blossom just because of your intent and your action. So I definitely right. want to say that. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, tell us about the um, homeschool university. Talk about that. And then I'm going to reference yes. back to the article for just a minute. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Homeschool university is um, really just kind of a, it, it is a culmination of some of our greatest African scholars, thought leaders, um, professionals, as well as powerful parents, who are just really involved with, you know, at the cultivation of our African children with an African mind. Let me say that. Let me just make that right. disclaimer there. With an African mind, because I'm not talking about cultivating more children who are enslaved to this whole system because they're black, right? And because they're no, I'm talking about cultivating our black children with the African mind, which is very important, which is from a different empowering space, right? So right. all of these educators have come together on the campus. We had over uh, over the last two semesters from uh, September to December, we had about 55 courses that ran on the campus. We had um, everything from agriculture to early algebra to, um, to uh, our story, to Pan-African environmental science, to uh, cryptocurrency, crypto babies, right? We had, okay. and this, this is children from preschool all the way up to high school. And what it is, is we also offer um, support because we're a community of families. We have a, we also have a reading component, which has over 700 audio books for, for children like 12 and under where they can go on, not audio, excuse me, audio and uh, virtual, you know, they can go on in ebooks, I should say. Um, some of them you can listen to, all of them you can read, 
So we have a, a resource of that for the children to access for their uh, literacy training. We have uh, K3 reading and phonics. So, so if your children are struggling with, you know, beginning, not just, you know what, not just struggling with reading, struggling with loving reading, right? Because okay. for our children to love something, we, you know, the teachers are so intentional that um, they're just so creative and, and yet still so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Ooh, effective, just effective at what they do. And I think a lot of times our children get lost in the expectations without us giving them the proper vehicle and tools to really be able to meet those expectations. So this is an environment where, you know, the children are loving on each other. I mean, we had a presentation from the Pan-African Environmental Science class where all the children gave presentations about the different things they were learning to the community and I'll tell you the way these children were just great job. Your presentation was amazing. Encouragement, being in an environment of encouragement. We also yeah. have classes for parents. Um, as well. We have a ton of classes I, that I didn't name, but there's so many. We also have classes for parents as well. We had uh, the metaphysics of marketing and monetization. We had African health and wellness. Um, just a host of classes for them as well, for parents and grandparents. As our goal is to get at least three generations on the campus. So there's a lot more that we offer. We have a 24-7 a, a children's radio station, all positive music for like age 10 and down. For our high schoolers, we have, yes, yes, a little wow. bit of everything. We have, uh, there, there you go right there. You, if you scroll down, you'll see a lot of the things that, um, that are in, entailed in the university. We have the video okay. library of hundreds of videos that are all exclusive to Liberated Minds and things that we've done. Um, we have, let's see, oh, the Watauta World of Wonder Campus is for the young children up to about age six, seven. There's the audio books, e-books. We have African Combat Science, which is a martial arts that is taught from a different perspective, <laughs> whereas um, they're learning about culture, about family, about our warriors, but it's also a lot of physical training as well. Um, we have events, family nights. I mean, just a little bit of, I mean, just a lot. And whatever, what, a lot of it is what the children propose as well. We have educators, we have a virtual campus, study abroad campus. We have educators from all over the world educating our brother Shaka Rao, I don't know if you're familiar with him, um, mm -hmm. from Push TV over in the UK. He's teaching, um, what is it? Uh, Intro to African-Centered Media, Decoding Propaganda, Music and uh, Symbols. Very powerful for our children to not be indoctrinated with the things that they're seeing, to understand how to look through it with their third eye, with a different lens. So, so they're right. not being um, manipulated, you know, to be a part of things that are not really beneficial for themselves or for our people. So this just talks about a lot of the a lot of the things that we offer, and um, and it's different plans. So you can pay anywhere. This plan, the forty-seven dollar plan, actually doesn't exist anymore. But we have the ninety-seven and the one forty-seven, and the price will be going up in January slightly. So okay. um, I that. <laughs> yeah. People don't understand all this stuff costs money. I know it costs it money. And this was really, um, this was a very uh, startup price, a trial price, right? Right. But we can work out the kinks on our side at the same time, be able to offer, you know, to the community. And But it's not going to go up much. It's still going to be right. very affordable. I think it's going up like $100. But when you think about it, mm -hmm. if you if you look at everything that it offers, it includes all of your children. For one price. So if you have, we have people on the campus with five, five siblings, and right. it's not per child. So you could have five siblings well, on the campus for the family. For right. the family, right? So right. 
So they can so, be very economical for many. So for so for example, if um now this is this is a virtual campus. Okay. Yes. Okay. So this is the um uh Liberated Minds Homeschool University virtual membership campus. So hypothetically, if you have a family, if you have parents and they have three children, okay. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, so you this is all grades. This is like K through twelve, basically, right? Yeah. Well, no preschool. We have we have children as young as three on the campus. Yes. Okay, so let's say first grade. Uh, so elementary school, middle school, high school. Mm-hmm. So if you have three children, one one elementary school, one middle school, one high school, um, hypothetically, they could with they could take their children out of traditional school and enroll them here for middle school, elementary school, and high school? Absolutely. We have all the subjects here. They can enroll them here. Um, I always suggest, this is just my personal preference. I always suggest that this be a compliment to the things that you are doing at home if you're homeschooling. Um, Just because I feel like every family should have their specific plan and the things that they want to lay out. And we will compliment that. So you can, you know, math, science, reading, writing, whatever you're looking for them to do. We have creative writing. We have writers and readers make leaders. We have, uh, like I said, the K-3 reading, um, math. We have uh, foundational math, right? We have that. So those those of your children who are looking to get those foundational skills and strengthen up on those. Um, we have algebra. We have early algebra. We have um, Afri- uh, motherland immersion, which is one course. We have Af- African hour story. Um, I'm just thinking of like the different, you know, sure. different aspects of what people need. But I always say that's just my perspective that whatever you're looking to do with your children at home, you want to mm-hmm. make sure that um, you look at the courses that you feel would complement and strengthen that because it will. Because a lot of the children, a few of the parents have said to me, you've changed the narrative in my whole household. Like our whole conversation is different. And everything that the parents were trying to instill, now their children are in a community where all the children feel that way and all their <laughs> parents feel that way. So it's not like fighting against the grain. And we know how that is. If your children are right. in another environment, it doesn't even matter if they're homeschooled. Sometimes they're just around other children or you're just trying to streamline everything and just pick where they pick up on that. You know, children pick up on everything. You know, I'm always questioning, where do you hear that? Where'd you see that? You know, where? Because I know what we do in here. So if I see anything outside of that, I always ask, like, who? No, no, we don't say that or different things. But it's, <laughs> you already know. It's, it's just hard to be an parent. However, the mindset, we don't want, we want the norm to be mm-hmm. what we're giving them, right? We don't want right. that to be the anomaly. We want it to be the, the norm. And so we don't want, it's, you know, I know what it's like, um, at least my children do when they were younger, they, you know, go to a birthday party. And everybody's eating a bunch of candy and they we don't really do candy, you know. Right. And so it's funny because the children grow into a way of health, wealth, empowerment when they're around others who other families who want health, wealth and empowerment because it, it just it's that extra. It's the village, right? It's the village mentality. It's that the things you can't fill in, someone else is going to fill in that. And when, when right. they're talking about certain things to their friends, their friends are going to. Oh, yeah, that's what my mom says. We do that, too, in our house, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of saying, well, why is your child not eating the candy? Why are you depriving them? I'm like, I'm not. How is that deprivation when we're (laughs) when we're really 
you know, a negative deprivation anyway. But, but that is the mindset that our children will pick up being in environments we're trying to raise them one way, yet they're being, you know, raised in environments that are much more powerful in another direction. So being in alignment is very important and, and with what we do, who we have around and those types of things. Okay. So someone said, Nikki said the internet is blocking. Okay, so if you have any problem, just send me your um send me an email to liberated minds with an S education. I got you. Sometimes they you know how this world is right now. So a lot of uh we've been getting a lot of <laughs> making a lot of power moves, let's say that. Right. Liberated minds. Liberated minds education at Yahoo. Okay, liberated minds um, education. At yahoo.com. Yahoo Minds mm -hmm. okay. with an S, Liberated Minds Education at yahoo.com. So if you're not able to access it, the Liberated Minds Institute.com. Um, and then you can also feel free to, if you want to go to uh, the Liberated Minds Expo.com, you may be able to access it through there. That might be a little slick way to do it. I'm not sure how the, how the algorithms and everything work. Um, or you can go to the Queen Thais, QueenTais.com as well. One or the other. But if you can't get through, just email me because you will get me uh, liberated minds, either myself or my operations director, but she will forward to me what's needed. So liberated minds education at Yahoo will get you what you need and definitely help you on your way. So this, you know, I just want to encourage all of you. You know, I'm just um, I'm excited about the numbers, our numbers going up. And I think it's yeah. so important that we support each other. You know, that is the key. That's the key piece. Our children need curriculum and edu in an education that really reflects who we are. I appreciate Absolutely. you putting that up, Brother Michael. Absolutely. Yeah, I know how it is. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everybody visit their website also, liberatedmindsinstitute.com. And then uh, you can also email her at liberatedmindseducation at yahoo.com. Uh, yes. There as well. And I, if, I, if I may, I want to yeah, let everybody ahead. know we do have another powerful, proficient professional homeschool training coming up uh, probably the end of January, I think, end of January, beginning of February. So if you're interested in that, too, you can send an email. We also have the Black Babysitter Certification course. So if your children are interested in working with children, right, we've graduated two classes already. It is absolutely talk, amazing. Talk about that. Talk about that. Black Yeah. Oh, yes. That's it. Well, you know, all jokes aside, you know, since that course, since those two classes have graduated, Mm -hmm. um, we had one major circumstance where one of the daughters had a fire in her house. Wow. And when I say the mother called and she literally was in tears, she said she had siblings she had to get out of that house. Right. So even though, you know, it sounds great, like babysitter, that's nice. But this is like real practical skills. Um, right. She was able to get her children, her, her uh, brothers and sisters to safety. Right. Wow, and. So this is like real stuff. We're teaching them about fire safety. We're teaching them they also get their first aid certification and they get their herbal first aid training. Also, an extra hour of that in addition to their certification. We okay. also teach well, them about, talk, talk we, about we work from that. herbal first aid training. Say that again. Yes. It's what well, they get their first aid, right? Their mm -hmm. certification um, through the through the it's a federal it's federal certification. So it's good anywhere you go. Right. Like right. Red Cross. But we don't go through Red Cross, don't do it. But um, it's like it's the it holds the weight of like a Red Cross first aid certification in CPR. So they right. learn both of those things. Well, in addition to that, we have Sister Celestial Seven come in. She does one hour of an herbal first aid 
What are the things right in your cabinet? If someone has a major cut or something, cayenne is really good. Pack it with cayenne, put the pressure on it to stop bleeding right away. So just different things that um, our children can learn that right around them that they may have to help with an emergency situation. If somebody eats, drinks something or eats something, you know, what's in the cabinet that they can take that maybe help flush out their system outside of just drinking water. So these are real practical skills and tools that can be used. And then a lot of our children are caring for siblings a lot more during this time, right? Some parents mm -hmm. are like, hey, I can't, I can't leave my job right now. You might have 10 and 11 year olds taking care of multiple siblings, even sometimes while they're still homeschooling on the virtual, right? Right. And still taking care of them. So if you have children, young or old, who are caring for siblings, if you have children who are looking to make money uh, babysitting, which is great because it's a great way to bond with other children and make some money in a positive way. Or if you have children who are looking at um, doing some type of child care, child care development, something dealing with children when they get older as a career, it's perfect for all of them. We use Nana Fukiao's work, the art of the Congo art of babysitting. We use okay. that book as our foundation. We talk about when you when you are caring for another child, the impact that you have on that child's life is so profound. The mm -hmm. things you tell them, not just being on your cell phone, waiting for them, the parents <laughs> to come home, right? But really being able to spend time. What does what does the child like to do? Reading, talking, maybe um, just interaction, like real positive interaction. Sometimes changing their language. They may have negative language about themselves, making them feel confident. What are age appropriate activities? What's the safety factor if someone rings the doorbell or you're taking a small child out in the yard? What are the things you need to look for? Making sure the ground is safe. There's nothing that can, nothing sticking up out of the ground or little things that make a huge difference. And so right. um, that course is just one weekend. It's a one weekend intensive, Saturday and Sunday. It's a 10 hour intensive. It's five hours on Saturday, five hours, five hours on Sunday. And it's just amazing. So that's going to be coming up. Um, for those who are interested, um, we also have our book on why we homeschool, because I always say, we got to know our whys, because you had them days where you're just like, okay, why am I doing <laughs> <What's this? happening? laughs> you know, so that is, um, that is the book, it is a bestseller, and I'm just happy to be a part of that. It is a compilation of many moms who contributed their story of why, you know, there's so many reasons why we as African people have chosen this path is like, you know, but like you were saying earlier, when I first came into it, it was all I saw was, you know, white Christian women and families. That's mm -hmm. all I saw. I didn't see any of us 25 years ago. Now I know there were some because now I meet them sometimes. They're like, wow, I was homeschooling then too. But I know the success, you know, my children have been able to actualize what they love. Uh, my son is He's a, a pilot and he is managing a whole uh, pilot training uh, for the U.S. for one of the biggest companies and has his entrepreneurial endeavors. He's been a pilot since 16. So a lot okay. of times he's expanding our own aspirations. My daughter's uh, been a chef since she was 12, vegan, vegetarian chef. We do not have to wait until these people tell us, you know, this is the age that your children do this. That's mm -hmm. the age they're supposed to do that. Nobody else is waiting for that. If you go into them Chinese restaurants, them four and five-year-olds at least put napkins on the table. They're at least handing you a bag. There's something right. that our children can do at all stages, and everything is about their stage, not their age. We see this 
all the time if we look at I mean shoot if King Tut can be a a, a doggone uh king right. <laughs> at the age of what eight? Yeah. No, 12, <laughs> that should tell yeah. us right there. Our children mm-hmm. have the capability to do so much more. We just have to expand our minds, our our reach, our connections, our resources, and our network and our our I say our family, right? Our community family. For those that support this process, I know it can be done. I, I'm what I'm walking that journey right now as I speak. I have seven children. I have still three at home, and um, it's been you know it's been up and down. It's been beautiful overall. There's been some right. challenges, but if you think about it, what in life you know doesn't present some challenge? You're gonna have challenges regardless. So you might as well have the challenges doing what it is that you propose to do that you know is best. Then to deal with the challenges at the same time of knowing that okay I'm on this I have this challenge and I have this challenge doing something that I don't even want to be doing anyway like where's the where's the excitement and the joy in that you know at least you know this is what I'm doing so when I get through this challenge I'm going to be even further along on this journey and I'm empowering generations going back and forward right the ancestors right. all the way back to those that are unborn you're changing the narrative changing the trajectory. Of our people around the world, so you know how passionate I get about this. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so very quickly here, I want to go back to this article, and then I want you to tell us about the uh, uh, Black Homeschooling Expo as well. Yes. But uh, very quickly here in the article on page two, it talk, and you said you know uh, some of the people in the in. Uh, the, oh yes, uh, Sister Cheryl Ann Fields, absolutely okay. beautiful sister, doing great okay. research. Um, great work, period. Right. But she does a lot yeah. of great research, which is very necessary because we need okay. those, you know, doing the research for our community because it is a very different scenario and situation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She's a professor at the University of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So very quickly here, it talks about uh, this one family here. Uh, okay. Griffin. Uh, Did a KJ Griffin in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, when she and her husband realized their kids would not be going back to uh, public school in March of 2020, they knew they had to make a change. She said it was a light bulb moment. Ultimately, when I realized, ultimately what I what I realized is that the pandemic just gave us an opportunity to do what we needed to do anyway, which is homeschooling. Yes. Now, one of the things they talked about here. Uh, is three things made choice uh, made her decide to officially start homeschooling. Uh, one, she wanted her children to be safe from bullies uh, in school, and two, she also wanted them to understand their cultural history. Three, the third factor was freedom. All right, so mm-hmm. uh, we talked about this some already, but, but but talk about that for a minute. And 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 when parents come to you wanting to homeschool are these some of the key reasons why they say they want to do that yeah absolutely absolutely no one wants to know that their children are going somewhere where they're not being loved on you know where people are talking about them um lowering their self-esteem and it's so easy to do because you know children look to their peers for their um and for their level of confidence and their their approval right they they listen to us as parents too but really they want to fit in with their peers. And that's just the reality of it. So I feel like that negative peer pressure, I mean, we see it now. There's, there's more suicide with young Black males and Black daughters now than ever before. Between the social media, 
these environments where the children are being bullied. There's so many reasons why, right? But the bullying right. is, it's more and more and more that we're hearing about that being connected to various suicides. And it's, it, to me, it's just, it breaks my heart because, you know, we, there are other options and opportunities. And I know how, I know financially, sometimes it can be rough, but really what, you know, stepping into this journey, it opens up your mind to so many possibilities that you didn't even know existed. Let me tell you, because walking this journey, I found that even, you know, financially, the things that I eat, the way that I think, everything has had to shift fully to make this successful. So homeschooling is really is a segue into opening up the healing, the growth in all other areas. That's really important because homeschooling is, it makes us look at all the intentional facets that are going to make our children successful. And our children don't stand alone, right? They stand within a family unit. So if you're looking at it for them, you got to look at it for you. You have to mirror what it is that you want them to see, right? And what you want them to embody and to experience. So I think it forces us to a higher uh, level of self. Um, Our accountability is much greater, right? And all the little things that we used to just kind of you know, well, you know, they won't know this, this, that, the third. It's like, we are really being held accountable. And I think that's a great thing because sometimes we can, you know, make up excuses and things like that along the way. But there's, yeah, we got to, we got to make it happen. Exactly. Yes, yes, she is. Yes. Yeah. So in the article here on page, um, page uh, three of the article in this section titled uh, homeschooling as activism, it says, um, it says in uh, black households, homeschooling can be its own unique form of activism and resistance. Yes. Uh, Cheryl Fields Smith, who's a professor at the University of Georgia, who has studied uh, who studies black homeschooling and its cultural significance, said, uh, quote, the history uh, that's taught is that we've tried through Brown versus Board of Education to get access to schools and schools are integrated. She said, and that's true, but we've always, but we've also always been self-taught. We've always mm-hmm. been, also, have always been self-taught. And she said, homeschooling is a way to combat educational racism, which comes in many forms. Yeah. Uh, she, she said, quote, we all know that there are structures and policies and practices within our traditional schools that can be damaging to students of color black students in particular. And, and one of the things that we uh, hear, and, and it, it also goes in to talk about, uh, talk about suspension rates. And I, and I want you to comment on this. Uh, school discipline is one of them. School discipline is one of the, uh, uh, one of the things that could be dam- practices that could be damaging to school students of color. Yes. Uh, African-American students specifically. Data from a 2014 study by the U.S. Department of Education Office for Civil Rights showed that black students were suspended at three times the rate of white students mm-hmm. and, and were more likely to be reprimanded. A 2015 study from the Association for Psychological <laughs> Science found that black students are more likely to be labeled troublemakers by teachers. Okay, so, so, yes. so talk about that uh, uh, for a minute here. Well, I mean, all of this deals with the prison, you know, the prison pipeline, the school, the prison uh-huh. pipeline is real, right? right. Um, right. They are 
deciding on how many prisons they're going to build, how many beds they're going to have in their prison based upon the second grade reading scores of our black children. I read an article about that. That kind of blew my mind. I was like, wow, the strategy and um, the, the strategy that goes into making sure that that we fail on a lot of levels and, and fail doesn't have to just mean that you don't do well in school. Fail means that, you know, we're completely dependent. And this is my perspective. We're still completely dependent upon the system because mm-hmm. you can have people who, you know, they they still don't know who they are. They come out of school, they get great, great grades, but they don't identify with our African greatness. They don't function in a way that's empowering for African people. As Nana Marimba said, is it is it powerful? Is it helpful? You know, is it is it um, whatever we are doing? It has to be something empowering for our people. And that's the real in it. So if we're not dealing with economic empowerment, you know, there is no education. If we're not dealing with spiritual empowerment, there is no education. If we're not dealing with cultural empowerment, there is no education. Right. Because everything that we learn, if we are to truly be empowered, has to be from our worldview. So the prison, the pipeline, this is just a reflection of that because it starts in the school system where our children start to get labeled because mm-hmm. of behavior. They're, they're um, more tougher, punitive action for things that are so small. This in little is in as little as preschool. These young brothers and sisters are already being labeled. They're already being prepped for the next level. And see, these records follow them. And right. all of those records that follow them now, they can begin to use those records to see, okay, by, by eighth grade, this is these are the people that we'll have in the system. By 12th grade, these are the people we'll have in the system. After high school, these are those that will be in the penal system. Right? So it's right. a it is a it is a very well constructed plan that we don't really, you know, we don't know the depth of it unless you study it and you understand how it works. We don't necessarily know the depth of it. And some of it don't, some of us don't even believe it because it's so deep. We can't even believe the level of um, crafting. If we think about it like this, if they pay a billion dollars, billions of dollars to master how we think as a people for marketing right. purposes, they're not paying the, the billion dollars to not get results. They're going to use those results. And so when right. we look at it from that perspective, we really, we can understand that everything we see is a part of this overall um, plan. And if we want to make sure that we are empowering our children, we have to come from a space where it is through our lens. And we cannot just think just because it's a black face, it's through our lens. Right. It's the content. Right. That's, right. That's real. Oh my God, my child, this book. I mean, I read a book. It was one book uh, I read uh, years ago. Uh, Henry's, I think it was Henry's Freedom Box or something like it, it was a book and beautiful pictures. Kadir, Kadir Nelson did the artwork and he mm-hmm. was about like it was a picture book for children. Like by the second and third page, he was talking about good slave and he was good to him. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? You know, and I'm just like, there's little things that get slipped in. So we have to read the content. It's not just because it's great images and pictures. Right. You know, or even if it's a class that your children take, and oh, they say it's for black people, because I'm I I'm about African centered education, which is really right. about that's unapologetically us, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't right. mean it's negative anybody else. I'm not worried about that. It just means that we are doing what is empowering our oh. minds. So talk, talk for a minute. 
talk for a minute about African centered education. Cause I, I, I talked about this a little bit on my show yesterday. One of the things <laughs> that I was on my show yesterday was the winter solstice and what the yeah. winter solstice is, mm-hmm. how it determines when Christmas is celebrated, but uh, winter solstice festivals in ancient uh, cultures. And then I dealt with a saw or set in Heru. Oh, I referenced powerful. Christianity before Christ by yes. Dr. John T. Jackson. Yes. All of that, and we dealt with astronomy, things like this. Yeah, that's, right? that's African-centered education, right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, no, talk really? me, yes. <laughs> so, so when you say African-centered education, explain what this is. The reason why I say this is because, okay, so what you just talked about the book, right? Mm-hmm. That's like white supremacy through ventriloquism. Okay, mm-hmm. the ideas yeah. of white people coming through the mouth of, of right. somebody of right. somebody of African descent. So when you say African-centered education explain what you mean and the reason why this is really important because you got you have some people and i talked about this yesterday on my show as well who like want to define themselves as descendants of slaves Mm -hmm. and i'm like well okay now slavery did happen but the slaves were freed you know chattel slavery ended 1865 Mm -hmm. and not only were they free from slavery you had two thousand african americans who served in the civil war to fight for their freedom right and right. so, so when you look, when you look at after slavery ends, they didn't co- keep calling themselves slaves. They were enslaved. They weren't slaves. Well, well, you know. Well, not only that, I know, know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. For freedmen, they were called the freedmen. Yes. Black freedmen. yes. You look at the freedmen's bank. That's you look right. At the freedmen's bureau. Things Absolutely. Like that. So they weren't calling themselves after slavery. So why do some of us then try to still want to make that connection? Try to put yes. them back into a condition they were free from and fought to get out of. Well, that's but, the that's the mental conditioning that we're dealing with. That's, that's the mental conditioning we are undoing. Right? Yep. So the thing think of it like this. But, like but, but talk about things, what African centered education is though. Yes. Okay, that, I'm go getting ahead. right. That's this is all connected. That's fine. All that's the fine. things that we are doing right now to undo our thinking. Imagine mm-hmm. our children never having that level of thinking. Nothing mm-hmm. to I mean, there's always things to grow with, right? But at the same time, they're not undoing the essence of who they are. They're not right. undoing the expectations of their greatness. They're not undoing. So imagine how much time could be saved, right? And utilized in a way that is adding on to what exists or what has existed from our ancestral realm all the way into the physical realm, all the way to the future, right? We, we got to make that connection between past, present, and future because it mm-hmm. really is all one. When you think about the you know time and the essence, everything that everybody else has given us around time is, is not really real. It's not, it's, it's not, not in the way that they put it, right? So what right. I want you to understand is that when you're dealing with African-centered education, it's not black, just black awareness. Like so-and-so right. is the first person to do this. And I know all <laughs> the first people to do, and most of the first people, when you think about it, and I was, uh, Brother T. Shango and Brother Billy Shock, I'm sending some love out there. And I was sitting in one of the classes. Say that again. Your voice was dropping out. Say that again. Say that um, name again. Brother Tishango and Billy Shaka um, from African Awakening Mind. Amazing. um, Because he teaches on the campus as well. And he said in one class, he said to me, not to me, to the children, because I listen in sometimes. And he said, um, sometimes the people who are the first to do something, not always, there's something to learn from them. However, those were the first ones to be accepted by mm-hmm. Yorubus or by European society. Right. So so we put we place so much emphasis on who was the first. My mm-hmm. perspective on that is yes, we can celebrate certain things about that. But even right. even one thing we gotta go deeper with when we're talking about educating our children 
it's not just about them feeling good with them knowing what they can do, but it's mm -hmm. giving them the skills to actually do it, right? right. And when you're right. giving them those skills, what are they doing? For, what are they doing it for? As Nana Amos Wilson always says, I love his work. Nana Amos Wilson. I'm, mm -hmm. no. Blueprint for huh. Black Power and Awakening the Genius was my book. That was my okay. book. Like it spoke <laughs> to me, to my soul. Right. You know, and, yes. and so he always speaks to that. Is that you know, if we are not empowering our people, it's a waste of time. What good is it for right. your child to you know be valedictorian and get all this and then go get their doctorates and then they're working at Monsanto? Like Monsanto is mm -hmm. destroying the world and right. you know, like what good is it? You know, so exactly. we have to think about African-centered education is about really getting to the the nuts and bolts. You know, if we're talking about economics. It sounds real good, like people master the language, the intergenerational wealth and the, the you know, yeah, it sounds great, but what does it take to actually do that? And to me, intergenerational wealth starts with creating and, and maintaining a culture, an African culture of thinking and being and doing, because it just, it doesn't just mean that you are economically, um, you know, endowed with all of this money and now you can buy this and you can buy that. What exactly. it means is that, number one, if you don't have the right African mind, you're going to perpetuate yep. the same system with the money that you have. So when we're exactly. talking from an African center standpoint, we're talking about what are the, the systems, the structures, the um, what, what needs to be built? We, yeah, we need our own banks, but what does that mean? How are we going to use mm -hmm. those banks? We got our own banks now. And a lot of those banks function just like the other banks, right? Not yeah. all of them, not all of them, mm -hmm. but a lot of them function just like the Yoruba banks, just well, like the European banks. So, well, see, this is this is what I explain to people. Now, my degree is in business administration with a major in marketing. I graduated in 1994 from Wayne State University, but I have a African-centered education. I'm a historian as well. And what I explain yes. to people is that, you see, when you study the history of cooperative economics among African-Americans, these were principles we brought with us from Africa, the co-ops. Yes. And, yes. and cooperative economics is different than white capitalism dressed in red, black, and green. Oh, what okay, so are those, you saying? Yes. Those, those yes. are two different things. Okay. Cooperative economics is different than we, white capitalism. This is not, a dress, red, this black, is not Halloween. We're not dressing <laughs> up like anything. If you're not feeling it from the core of your soul, if you're not willing right. to give some sacrifice, if you're not willing to, you know, put in that extra, extra, and still be able to make sure that, you know, that each one teach one that we're reaching others, regardless, some people say, well, our people this and our people that. I'm like, yeah, we all got things that we are healing from. So we can't throw each other away, right? Always throwing each other away. We can't do that. We got to be patient with each other. You know, it doesn't mean that you got to keep everybody in your circle. I don't keep everybody in my circle. I don't feel bad about it either. However, there are those that I love that I can assist from afar or that I can, you know, give whatever assistance that I can on whatever level. But it's our, our children have to be in a space that they're they're learning about this at the at the deepest I, I, on the campus we call we say deeper learning versus higher learning deeper because learning versus higher that's learning. so much more important for our children to go deeper if they love something at a young mm -hmm. age they should be learning about it they should be doing it they should be understanding the industry they should be understanding other <clears throat> other African people in the industry they should be understanding other Yorubas in the industry seeing who's doing right. well what's the difference in culture what's the difference in how we're functioning. You know, they should be right. doing research projects. They should be doing interviews. These are the things that I did for my children coming up and that I still do. Interview this person. Oh, this is interesting. Let me see if I can get in touch with them. Set up an interview. 
you know, they should have the opportunity to keep in your keeping your eyes out for every little thing. I didn't know anything about uh, uh, aviation at all, you know, okay. or even catering. We have to be just as astute and involved in the learning process. That's what parenting is about anyway, right? right? And I feel like between parents and children is a reciprocal relationship. As our children are growing, we have to grow. If we don't grow, right. then there's a cutoff somewhere, right? They've come to push us further on our journey and we've come to help cultivate them, to guide them. We, we don't have to put everything in there. It's in there already. We're just pulling it out. Exactly. We're, we're right. allowing it to shine. We're, we're cultivating the seeds. Educari, you know? Educari, yep. Draw out what's yes. already in. Very quickly here, uh, everybody should check out this book. This is mm -hmm. called Collective Courage, A History of African-American Cooperative Economic Thought and Practice. It's by Dr. Jessica gordon Emhard. And uh -huh. it deals with a ton of different examples of us using cooperative economics, whether you're talking mm -hmm. about the Colored Farmers Union created about 1886 in, in Texas, and it grew to 1.2 million members, where you talk about the Free African Society, 1787, mm -hmm. uh, the Colored Merchants Association, about 1928, 1929, which was uh, an association of African-American grocery store owners that organized to better compete against mm -hmm. presidents and Woolworths in the, in the, uh, in the early 19, in the 1920s, okay? Wow. This is an excellent book. I interviewed her back in 2014. Numerous articles have been written about her in, in this book. And wow. these are practices, these are practices we brought with us from Africa. The, the concept of the co-op is the members are also owners of these organizations yes okay? yes okay so, so distribution so of wealth distribution of wealth yes. so for everyone to be successful and thrive right so so they, they had they, they had co-ops for farming they had um uh, they had co-ops for um, uh, what we call benevolent societies that raise money to bury people and raise money for the sick and all different types of things. That this, they raise money to to buy people out of freedom. We had co-ops during slavery mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. buy people out of freedom, etc. So this is a deep, deep history. This is what I'm saying. That's that's powerful. I know people yes. who 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 promote like economic empowerment, but it's really white business principles yes. dressed up as red, black, and green. That's, that's not, right. not that's economic right. empowerment. Yeah, yeah, you can have a stock market, but then what do you do with your money? If you still have a European colonized mind, okay, yes. you're going to do destructive things with the money. That's okay, right. so we have to understand. Right. Another thing, and that's, that's the real intergenerational wealth. That's why I tie it to right. culture. You can have as much money as you want, but I mean, you know, we can work hard in one generation, and it can be, we see it all the time, squandered in the next generation. So then we're right. starting back at zero again. If our mind is not right, if our children don't understand the power of who they are, the power of what mm -hmm. it means to be African, you know, from all facets, when you know your spiritual story, when you know your educational um, background, when you know the things that we've created in this world, right? There's no questioning in your mind of what you can create going forward. So yes, exactly. African-centered education is all of that. It's all of that. It's not just... It's not just, you know, learning about the things that we've done. How do we, what are the skills we need to do what we need to do, which is what, you know, we're working so diligently to provide um, with liberated minds and working with different organizations. If you have an organization, definitely feel free to reach out. Um, we do a lot of collaborations. We want to empower all of those who are um, on this journey. And, you know, everybody's not taking the same pathway. And we don't have exactly. to, it doesn't have to be where someone else does it the way you do it. That's the beauty in it, the diver diversity. 
but it has to be centered in our people, non-compromising. You know, this is right. we're dealing with those maroon principles because we can't right. afford to compromise. We can't afford to just, um, you know, to kind of go with the wind and anything goes. We exactly. have to have, have, to have those non-negotiables. Yes, right. non-negotiables. Well, well, I want to get to. The, I want to talk about this slide very quickly, and then yes. I want you to wrap up talking about the oh, Black Homeschooling Expo. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. two of my teachers, two of my teachers, Dr. Linda Jeffries and Professor Jane Small, when they teach. They talk about the pyramid principle. Okay, so those who may not be familiar with this, this is the pyramid of Confrey at Giza. We see harem, harem, aket, or the Sphinx, what the Greeks call the Sphinx. So a pyramid has three sides. The foundation of the pyramid is African history and culture. It's African history and culture that gives us our values, our interests, and our principles, our VIPs. Okay, and this gives us a cultural paradigm that we see the world through. The two sides of the pyramid are economic empowerment and political empowerment. Your history mm -hmm. culture influences your concept of economic empowerment and how you engage in economics, how you engage in business, et cetera. And then it also influences how you engage in politics, understanding politics is the legal distribution of scarce wealth pond resources, the writing of laws, statutes, ordinances, amendments, and treaties, their adoption, interpretation, and enforcement, and how all this comes together. So Dr. Yes. Jason, we have to have a synthesis of all of this. It's not just learning to speak Medu Netter or Kiswahili and playing the djembe, but it's right, having, a, right. having, having a synthesis of all three of these, okay? Now, talk about the uh, uh, Liberated Minds Black Homeschooling Education Expo that takes place, uh, where it, used to, it was the third weekend in yes. July, but you had to change a little <laughs> bit. You moved it to COVID. June, yes. June, talk about that. It, it's the third weekend in June, and only because um, a lot of families need assistance a little bit earlier with everything that's going on, right? We're doing the best okay. we have. <laughs> <laughs> and we just got to make it happen, right? So um, yeah, it is coming up on June 17th, 18th, and 19th. It's a three-day conference. We have over a 1,000 families. Can y'all imagine that? A 1,000 families who wow. come together from all over the world about specifically the empowerment of our children, of our families. We have workshops for everything from how to homeschool to economics to uh, great health and wellness to yoga. So greetings, Baba Ankh. I see Baba Ankh in the house. Netta Ankh, yes. Yeah, Netta um, Ankh. How you doing, Netta Ankh? I know Netta Ankh. We, yes. we, we and I speak at the conference usually each year. That's yep. right. Yes. Yep. <laughs> we, have a, we have over 40, 40, anywhere between 40 and 50 presentations every single year. Mm -hmm. And it's a very nominal cost. It usually starts out at around $25, early bird special. So we'll be putting that out soon. And um, okay. it's just amazing. We have things for the children, workshops, classes. We have uh, also trainings for educators, for uh, just parenting, mm -hmm. everything you can think of. If you want information about how to transition your children into college, and you don't have to be homeschooling, right? This information right. is universal information for our African people. So regardless right. of where you are, what stage you're in, you know, you mm -hmm. can come on, meet other families. It's also a great place to network if you have products and curriculum we yeah. also have sponsorships and we have a uh, marketplace also you can get involved with so it is the way you feel i you know the beautiful thing is we've had so many people just be on such a high when they leave that they've actually right. gone out to start their own institutions their own homeschool groups it was like that last little boost that they needed to just <laughs> you know to take it to the next level and that's what we're here to do but we don't just want to inspire because inspiration mm -hmm. dies Right. Unless right, it's continuously right. re-sparked. We want to give the skills, the resources and the training. And that's the difference with liberated minds. We don't just want a one and done. 
We're ongoing. We're here to stay. All different facets of the things that are needed. And if you let us know if there's something we don't have, if it's not in the works, we look to incorporate it or bring other organizations on that we can partner with to make that a true possibility as well. So um, the expo was just an amazing. We just celebrated our 10th anniversary. So, so yep. for those of you who <laughs> haven't heard of us, right, we've been around for a minute, um, uh, 25 years in the making with um, Deliberated Minds, um, even before it was an institute. We had a Black Butterfly Educational Cypher, which started out from that space, the Roots to Fruits Homeschool Collective, all of it just a continuation. And the Liberated Minds Expo, actually, which um, formed into the Liberated Minds Institute, which embodied all of everything that we've done. We do a lot of events. We do the Children of the Sun Fest and, inclu and included and included inclusion to the expo. We also have the Children's Watoto, um, Kwanzaa Jamboree. Um, that we usually do in person. So trustfully, we'll be able to do that again soon. But there's a host of offerings that we have throughout the year. And um, yeah, so definitely reach out to us, Liberated Minds Education at Yahoo. Again, I see the Cabrera's in the house from the campus, Homeschool University in the house. <laughs> greetings, family. <laughs> All right. Yeah, greetings to everybody uh, from the campus and from the Institute. Okay, now, uh, so uh, June 25th through the 27th. Uh, no, the, 17th uh, through the 19th. 17th oh, 17th through the 19th. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. I was looking at 2021. Yeah. yeah. 17th through the 19th. Yeah. And is that going to be virtual or in person? Or do you That'll know? be virtual again this year. Okay. And trustfully, next year we'll be able to do both. Um, because definitely okay. everyone, you normally it's in Atlanta. And, you know, you already know uh, <laughs> how right. it is. It's live. We have over right. 100 vendors. You know, yeah. great food, vegan soul food, and the children perform. We have classes and training for the parents, and chill. it's just an amazing. Mm -hmm. I can't even put it into words for y'all. However, the virtual is still amazing. We've had some great, uh, you know, just great powerhouses come through, uh, just to support the conference each and every year. So, all right, anyway. excellent, excellent. Yeah, well, uh, for uh, 2022, I definitely want to speak at the conference again as well. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. We'll talk about that. All right. Um, so let people know how they can uh, follow you on social media. Uh, yes. you, you can go on on IG. It is liberated underscore minds underscore expo. Um, and you can also do uh, queen, uh, at Queen Thais <laughs> IG. On Facebook, you can look up the Liberated Minds Black Homeschool and Education Expo. It's on there just like that. Um, you have the website, which is Liberated Minds uh, Institute, uh, Liberated Minds. If you're having trouble getting on, someone saying that sometimes, some people, every time I talk to somebody, some people are getting through, some some people is blocking them, especially in other countries, sometimes it'll block them. So it's okay, just email me and I'll, I'll put you through to get to be able to get on there some kind of way. I've been able to help redirect people. Sometimes you may want to go the, through the queentais.com site. There's a link on there to take you to the Institute or through the liberatedmindsexpo.com. Um, but the best way to reach me directly, you can you can go to the email, which is liberatedmindseducation at yahoo.com. Okay. And, um, and you can get the information. I will reach out. You gotta give me a little second. Sometimes we, we get over a hundred emails per week in calls and we're very small staff, but we're yeah. growing, we're growing. But I wanna leave everybody with a, with a poem if I can. If I, if go I can. ahead. All right, this is a poem that I wrote. It's called Liberated Minds. And I think it really it really embodies the principle of what we're about and who we are. 
It's called uh, Calibrated Minds. Some of us are breaking generational curses, cycles that our families don't even know exist. Because in order to keep a cycle going, there must be subconscious participants. And there must be a system in place that works effortlessly like a well-oiled machine designed to kill our dreams and maintain the oppressive regime. So now here you come, trying to spark all this change, trying to interrupt the same thing, trying to add African overtones to your name, severing shackles and chains, because you know when it pours, it rains. But maybe the rain is what we need to cleanse the illusion, wiping out our confusion, because our children deserve to live. And we are the ones they've been waiting for, for an education of truth we must give. The veil has been lifted. Help them tap their intuition. Third eye vision will invoke their inner pyramids of precision. Education without walls. Your life is your curriculum, so live it. See the lessons in all things. The stars are the exhibits. See, we've been taught by textbooks with lies, suppressing our genius and stifling our pride. Yet still, we rise. Taking this stance to educate our own. Return us to our royal throne. Put down the cell phone. Our spirituality is our technology. What we think and speak becomes our new reality. The possibilities are infinite. Never again on a slave ship. The only ship we talking about is black ownership and entrepreneurship. Taking back our power unapologetically black. Train our children to be sovereign so we can have our own back. Make sure our babies thrive, showing them what it really means to be alive, their greatness, their brilliance. For the children, I have reverence. They are the reason we exist generations before and after, because everything starts from a seed. How we nurture them is what matters. Crushing the pipeline to prison, paving a pathway to prosperity, developing scientists, mathematicians, great writers of the extraordinary. We have to grow our own food, teach our children cultivation. Their connection to the earth is what raises their vibration. Liberated mind is a frequency, the power of awakening. All our stolen legacies are there for the taking. It's not enough to just be conscious or happy to have information. Conscientiousness is the new currency. Plans of action is what we're making. Our melanin is magic. No longer mystery is clear. And our entourage of ancestors are standing right here. Don't worry about the naysayers because they're just not ready. In order to win this race, we must move calculated and steady. You're on a journey of courage. Let's celebrate the world that's traveled. Just know I'm walking with you even over the rocks and gravel. Our culture is our cure. Shout it out. Let's embrace it. Our children are the fruit. Let's protect the living sacred. Ashe. Ashe. Ashe, thank you. Thank you for that. All right. Okay, well, look, Queen Thais, I know you have to go. People check out uh, liberatedmindsinstitute.com uh, and uh, liberatedmindsexpo.com as well. And uh, you have a great day, sister, and we'll talk soon, okay? All right. Much love to Sister Margarita in the house. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Sister thanks Margarita. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate you having me on. It's great All right, no problem. Again, as always. Much love. You too. All right, take care. Peace. Peace. All right, family, that was um, Queen Thais at Liberated Minds Expo. How's everybody doing? Uh, Cabrera, uh, Netta Ankh, how you doing, Netta? Uh, Candice, uh, Holistic Arts Center. Uh, who else is this? Uh, Solomon, okay. Uh, follow us here on our Facebook fan page, The African History Network, The African History Network, and our YouTube channel, Michael M. Hotep, I-M-H-O-T-E-P. And uh, turn on notifications so you know when we go live. 
Also, if you want to advertise with the African History Network, um, email us at uh, the AHN show at gmail.com, the AHN show at gmail.com, or at AHN show at gmail.com. We can let you know, we'll let you know how you can advertise uh, with the African History Network. And we um, put your 30 second to 60 second commercial into the audio podcast of the uh, of our shows, but also into when we rebroadcast our shows, because I'm on the air basically six days a week, Monday through Friday, 11 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time, the African History Network show. And then Sundays, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we would broadcast the shows throughout the days, throughout the day. So your commercial air and the rebroadcast of our so- shows on our social media platforms. But then they're also in the uh, audio podcast, uh, audio podcast version of our show. So we're on 10 different podcast platforms, including Facebook podcasts. We're on iTunes, iHeartRadio, CastBox, FM Player, Stitcher, TuneIn. And, um, um, so our current promotion is buy one month, get two months free. Email us at uh, the AHN show at gmail.com or email us at AHN show at uh, gmail.com. AHN show at African history network.com, I should say. And uh, we, we'll let you know how you can advertise with the African history network. Um, also, you can register for the online courses I teach on Saturdays and Sundays. Saturdays is from the Civil War to the Civil Rights Movement and Black Power. 1865 to 1968. And then uh, Sundays, it's uh, ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, understanding the transatlantic slave trade, what they've been teaching in school. Okay, so we deal with thousands of years of history and what leads up to the transatlantic slave trade taking place. Um, we have a special bundle pack right now where you can register for both classes for only $70, they're regularly $130 each. And you still have access to the to the class even after the course is over with. Okay. So I do a PowerPoint presentation. We have book references, articles, video clips. We do the sessions live. All the sessions are archived and recorded. You can go back and watch them anytime. Um, so these are the classes I teach on Saturdays and Sundays. So we just posted the link here uh, uh, for it. And we also, and we posted the link for the bundle pack as well. Okay. All right. If you have any questions about those, you can uh, email me also. But that's uh, ancient Kemet, the Moors and the Ma'afa. We all know Kemet's one of the original names of Egypt, ancient Kemet, the Moors and the Ma'afa. Understanding the transatlantic slave trade where they didn't teach you in school. And that class is on sell $60 by itself. Um, from the Civil War to the Civil Rights Movement, the Black Power is on sale. Um, but we have a bundle pack when you can register for both classes for only $70. All right, look, we have to get out of here. Um, And lastly, also, if you want to support the African History Network, dollar sign, the AHN show through Cash App, dollar sign, the AHN show through Cash App, also through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show. So this helps us uh, stay on the air, keep doing the research, keep broadcasting, et cetera. So we definitely uh, uh, need your support. This is our official Cash App account, dollar sign, the AHN show through Cash App. When you go to it, it says Michael. It shows my picture there. Okay. Um, and I'm going to bring up our graphic here because these other ones are these other ones are fake African History Network Cash App accounts, and it's not me. And um, I'm trying to get them shut down but because uh, I've talked to some people that uh, made mistakes and didn't know and sent it to the um, – 
send it to uh to one of the fake ones. So this is our official Cash App account, which is dollar sign the A H N Shell S H O W. When you go to it, it says Michael and shows my picture there. All right, we have to get out of here. Remember, at the African History Network, we focus on educating, empowering, and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world because right now let's correct wrong behaviors. It's not over till we win. We're kind of forever. And we'll be on live tonight, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Talk to you next time. Peace. Mental health and well-being have long been a taboo subject in the so-called African-American community. So I enlisted the help of mental health experts, thought leaders, and activists to help kill the ghost of Willie Lynch and heal from post-traumatic slave syndrome. We experience trauma a lot of times um, on a subconscious level. So sometimes something happens to us and we know that it's traumatizing, but we don't really recognize the extent of the trauma. They are emotionally constipated and emotionally obese because again, all the things that we experienced in childhood, we suffocated and we stored in our body. It's a time to kill and it's a time to heal. We've been haunted by the ghost of Willie Lynch and his doctrine of self-refueling trauma for too long. It's time for Willie to die. Die, Willie. It's time for the ghost LOXD block. It's time to kill the ghost of Willie Lynch and get out the matrix. Check out my man Ron Life Speaks at DieWillie.com. Come and travel with me to a time long ago and place far away. You will experience high adventure and excitement. You are fighting alongside an ancient army in fierce battle. Feel the exhilaration of struggle and final conquest. My name is Maninkare and I am both a prince and a priest in one of the most advanced civilizations humans have ever produced. I want you to ride with me in my chariot as I slay the barbarians who have come to invade my land. I invite you to sit at the conference table with the great Pharaoh Taharqa and his ministers as they plan intrigue and use subterfuge to outmaneuver and defeat the enemy. Come back with me to the land of your ancestors, to the beautiful land of Kemet. So open the pages of this book and begin the adventure. Find out what happens in the book Maninkare Battles the Assyrians in the Nile Valley from author Makari Jones. Get your copy today at Amazon.com. Kwanzaa is coming and the KwanzaaShop.com has all of your Kwanzaa needs. Order your Kwanzaa set today, which includes a Kanara, candles, a mat, a cup, the African-American flag, and a basket. Visit the KwanzaaShop.com, the KwanzaaShop.com. They have Kanara sets, which include a candle holder, candles, a mat, and a cup. Kwanzaa is December 26th through January the 1st. Add the early bird discount code for 10% off your order placed before November 28th. Visit the KwanzaaShop.com and place your order today. The KwanzaaShop.com has all of your Kwanzaa needs to celebrate this African-American Pan-African holiday. The KwanzaaShop.com. Black on Purpose Television Network. Yes, Black on Purpose Television Network. All black, all positive, all the time.
the largest black-owned streaming television network in the world. Bringing our people together worldwide. Controlling our messages, our story, our way. Black TV, the way it should be. Black music, black history, and more. 30-plus channels, thousands of shows. Black on Purpose Television Network, subscribe now. African Spirit Cars specialize in the design and printing of high-quality African-centered note cards and stationery. African Spirit Cards breathes and rejoices in the African and African-American experiences. They honor our African heritage and all that they do for you by proudly displaying the great motifs and ornamentations of the African world diaspora. They use African images, African proverbs, and many African languages to fully immerse their clients in the wisdom and history of and the connection to Africa. They understand the importance of having images around us that reflect who we are. These images also illustrate where we came from and what we desire to be. They are here to serve you. Follow them on Instagram at African Spirit Cards, that's African with a K. They have a wide selection. Check out their holiday selection at Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash African Spirit Cards. That's Etsy, E-T-S-Y. You can give them a call at 313-995-3579, 313-995-3579. You can email them at Designs at AfricanSpiritCards.com. That's J-A-N-A-L designs at AfricanSpiritCards.com and place your order today. Soul in Motion, celebrating 38 years in the arts. This energetic ensemble of dancers and drummers was started by percussionist Michael Friend and is led by choreographer, associate director Pam Lassiter. Based in the Washington, D.C. area, Soul in Motion is now accepting bookings for Black History Month, Juneteenth, and summer festivals in 2022. Soul in Motion is also available for more intimate events, like naming ceremonies and weddings. To find out more or book your date, call 240-452-1349 or send an email to info at soulinmotion.org. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Soul in Motion, celebrating our history, our culture, our future. Soul in Motion, theater, African dance, and drumming since 1984. Come and travel with me to a time long ago and place far away. You will experience high adventure and excitement. You are fighting alongside an ancient army in fierce battle. Feel the exhilaration of struggle and final conquest. My name is Maninkare and I am both a prince and a priest in one of the most advanced civilizations humans have ever produced. 
I want you to ride with me in my chariot as I slay the barbarians who have come to invade my land. I invite you to sit at the conference table with the great Pharaoh Taharqa and his ministers as they plan intrigue and use subterfuge to outmaneuver and defeat the enemy. Come back with me to the land of your ancestors, to the beautiful land of Kemet. So open the pages of this book and begin the adventure. Find out what happens in the book, Maninkare Battles the Assyrians in the Nile Valley from author Makari Jones. Get your copy today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Joel Wilson, President and CEO of JCW Computer Consulting, LLC, a technology implementation firm with over 20 years of satisfying customers. We offer a full spectrum of industry top-tier branded services. We are an authorized partner or reseller for Lenovo, Zoom, T-Mobile, Microsoft 365, and Surface tablets, Google Workspace, Acer, Asus, Samsung, PCmatic security software, and many more. Our online store features laptops, Chromebooks, computers, printers, accessories, and software. Businesses. Take advantage of our free one-hour Zoom tech consultation and know we offer top nationwide high-speed internet service providers, voice over IP, and cellular phone services. Home users, don't miss our current in-stock Chromebook inventory. Please visit us at jcwcc.com or call 215-879-6701. Gain knowledge in minutes from insightful summaries of progressive and socially conscious books. Blacklisted gives you access to curated content that will satisfy your curiosity to learn and understand different perspectives. Empower yourself through inspirational and actionable ideas. It's easy to read or listen to on the go. Blacklisted. Empower yourself. Start your free trial today.